Welcome to Gross Anatomy. We're live. We're live, Dr. Cohen. We're live at Gross Anatomy Podcast. Mm-hmm. We are. Yes. Hi, who are you? I'm Lauren Taylor. And I'm Dr. Jason Cohen. We've been away for two weeks where we have not been exploring the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine and how it relates to pop culture, TV, movies, and the world around us. We took a, two, we took a week off last week mm-hmm. for the Jewish holiday Yom Kippur. It was on Wednesday. Yes. Which is the Day of Atonement, which is Judgment right. Day. We posted um, you and your converse. In my converse, yes. Yes, you celebrate the holiday. I do not, so I don't have any information about it. Other you don't than... want to talk about your experience <laughs> no, with Yom Kippur? I, I did not fast. You right. did. I did. How did you feel after the fast? I felt fine, actually. The big issue with the fast for me always is coffee, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm low energy right now. So I get a crazy coffee withdrawal headache if I, because I normally drink a ton of coffee. But the fast is what? It starts at like sundown the day before? And it then starts, goes... right. So it was a 26-hour fast, and uh, it's Judgment Day. It's the holiest day of the year. It's the Day of Atonement. It's mm-hmm. kind of the day then that every Jewish person thinks about all the stuff that he or she did in the previous year. They try to make amends for it beforehand, talking to friends, family, people they wronged. And then you spend the day in fasting and in prayer, really trying to, you know, think to yourself what what all bad stuff you've done and what how are you going to make things different the following year. And theoretically, you know, according to Jewish thought, is that at the end of Yom Kippur, at the end of that fast, all your sins from the previous year are washed away and you start with a clean slate again. Okay. And so you're like the most pure that you can be right after that fast. And it's just an interesting anecdote that... People believe, you know, the Orthodox Jews believe, at least the Orthodox do, I don't know if the conservative and other movements believe, that if you happen to die Mm -hmm. right after that fast, you're like an angel and you're pure and you're considered like someone special because you're now ready to go to heaven and you're purified and ready to go. That's interesting. It's an interesting thing. So the whole reason I'm exhausted is, right now at least, is because... So I get a crazy coffee withdrawal headache, and I normally drink a ton of coffee. All throughout the day. At least one or two or three cups in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then in the mid-morning, I have another one. And then in the afternoon, I have a couple. So because I get this withdrawal headache, I can't fast without getting a headache. So for like the seven to ten days, and, and in the past, I would just deal with it and be miserable. I would be the same day, right. same way. I can't not drink coffee. Right. So, But I would be miserable for the fast. Mm-hmm. I have friends who, believe it or not, do you're allowed to do an enema, or not an enema, you're allowed to take a suppository. Mm-hmm. So I have friends who take caffeine suppositories up the butt wow. so that they don't get the caffeine headache. But mm-hmm. what I did was I took the seven to ten days beforehand and slowly tapered myself off of coffee. So that by the day of the the day before the fast, I basically had a cup of hot water, hot water with a little bit of uh, some vegan type of milk, mm-hmm. you know, non animal milk, pretending it was coffee. To and then the day of the fast, I had no coffee. So you didn't so get the headache. I didn't. I I had zero headache. Nice. Thank God. Yeah. And then, so what do you do after you the fasting ends? You pig out. You do. Okay. You do. So you're just with. Your wife? Yeah, you're usually with family, and often you'll invite friends over too, or you'll go to people's houses. And normally we have a whole big thing, but this year my 
wife and eldest daughter were away Aww. in Sweden at a conference. What? Yeah, for a for week. Them. Yeah, I love I'm angry at them for ditching yes. me. So it was just me and my two youngins, my 13 and 15 year olds. So the three of us broke fast together. It was really cute. We Aww, hung out together. It was sweet. It was a really good day. It was a good holiday, actually. It was nice. We had good time together and we broke the fast together. It was really, it was actually very sweet. Well, speaking of your time with just your two youngest, is that why you went to a theme park recently? No, actually. So we went to a theme park before. Uh, before my wife went away, we took just the youngest, my wife and I went with the youngest, to Universal Studio. What is it called? Universal Theme Park. I've never been to Universal. Oh, okay. I've been to the Universal City Walk, but I've never been into Universal. I wanted to go and do the ride, the Jaws ride. Uh-huh. And guess what? By the time we were ready to do that ride, the park was closed. Are you serious? Yeah, so we didn't do that ride. So I'm going to have to go again. But, oh, you'll be so underwhelmed when you do it. But I know. I, it's worth it. Like, I mean, I feel like I would have to do it too if I hadn't. It's a classic, and right? They, have the, they used to have Waterworld. I don't know if they still have it. Waterworld. Like, a water, like they show you how it was like filmed, those action scenes. Oh, yeah. Like, we didn't go to that either. And then they show you Jaws. Yeah. I'm, I would have liked to have done all that stuff. We didn't do that. I don't like thrills so much. Like, I, I don't need, I don't need like, ro- I hate roller coasters. I've done them as a kid, mm-hmm. and now I'm at the point where... I just don't feel good doing them. So okay. so I'm not a big theme park fan, but I really actually wanted to go to Universal, as did my kid. We wanted to go to the Harry Potter thing. Um, and Harry Potter World, is it new? This isn't new, though. This is old. It's new-ish. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they built something new. Maybe it was Harry Potter. Yeah, World. yeah. And um, so... I hate how commercial it is. Mm-hmm. And so we got there. We went in the early afternoon. And sure enough, they were closing it early for the f- Scream. Th- what is that? Oh, they're having like a Scream Fest or Scream. Yeah, they have uh, yeah. Halloween Horror Nights uh-huh. or something. So they closed it early yeah, it's for a that. Big, a big thing. And yeah. we didn't even know they were closing it early. So I felt ripped off for that, mm-hmm. which really upset me. Because they closed it, you know, all the rides yeah, got the closed Yeah, the one time early. you go there, they closed yeah. it early. That would upset me too. Yeah. So we went to have lunch. And having lunch, we noticed that there's nothing healthy there to eat. And we went to Panda Express thinking, because we like that, there's a, at a lot of Panda Express, they have that um, eggplant tofu dish. Mm -hmm. They didn't even have it at Disneyland, at Universal, because everybody just wants their meat. So Mm -hmm. I was disappointed at how much meat this and meat that there was, and there was very little healthy stuff. But my wife pointed out the whole water thing, which was interesting. You know, you would think these theme parks would be, they're far behind everybody in terms of saving the planet and saving the world. The last thing these parks want to do is save the planet, save the world. Like, if you want water, it's not like there are water fountains everywhere. You have to buy a bottle of water. So Mm -hmm. you're buying plastic. My wife had a great idea, which was they should sell, rather than selling water bottles, they should sell these cool thermoses um, or or canteens made out of aluminum or whatever, mm-hmm. and 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 then have water stations everywhere. My husband is fine with drinking out of a water fountain or filling his water bottle up with um, water from the water fountain. But I always think, isn't there so many germs in that? Well, Especially unless they have these park. cool water, unless unless they're specially designed water fountains where to, there aren't germs. Yeah, so you don't put your mouth over. Right, and right. It's like a bottle filling station thing. Yeah, that's what it should I, be. I like that. Yeah, yeah that no, they should have bottle sense. filling stations. That would be so cool. Yeah, that would. And it would be progressive too. Yeah, I was just thinking they probably don't have water fountains because of 
disease and germs, and that's where like I don't know how measles true. spreads. That'd be an interesting thing. I don't know if that's true. And on that, that's your homework assignment. Okay. Yeah. I'll do some homework assignment. Yeah, because watch it not be true, and I'm always my husband never gets sick. Right. But he'll like fill his water bottle up at the airport, which I'm like, oh. Yeah, God, my wife so does that too. To yeah, my wife does that too. You know that there are some health advantages to going to theme parks. Like, are there now? It can enhance your mood. Obviously, did you feel happy as soon as you got there? Yes, yes, that's true. It helps you release endorphins. Well, you know why I felt happy? My kid was happy. Okay. Yeah. Well, you didn't release any endorphins, stay active and feel good. You know what's funny? You could have burned a lot of calories, too. Walking around, you mean? Yeah, because that park is huge. Not only that, that park has... You know, it's up, you enter up above and then you got to go down. Yeah. So we took the escalator down, but we walked up all oh, those steps. Oh, that's good. That's so that good was actually fun. Running. We got a, We got an insane work workout going up those steps. Yeah, and I mean, it can help you relieve stress. But although I feel like those lines can sometimes be. A although bit we got the ticket we bought had a had a, allowed us to get to the oh, front of the line. Those, yeah, not for every, just for the first ride, which mm-hmm. all we had time was for one ride for each thing. So we didn't, the line the waiting, yeah, the line, but it was just for the first ride of each ride. So, but that actually worked out. We didn't have to wait in oh, lines good. and I normally don't do rides, but I'd let, I, I did all the rides with my wife and daughter and they were so happy I did them and, and yeah, no, it's fun. It's fun, but mm-hmm. I, I don't feel the need to do that stuff. I do like the virtual reality things. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. Do your daughters do like roller coasters? Yeah, they love roller. My wife and daughters love that stuff. So I'm always like, I'm always a scaredy cat too. But I was looking online, and it's like roller coasters actually have like health benefits, like for that. As long as you don't have a heart attack and die. Right. Right. Well, obviously, people with cardiovascular and heart conditions and pregnant women should steer clear of those. But so you don't, you won't ever do them. Not, I don't, not, no, I don't want to. Although. It can help you fight your phobias. Right. Like if you do it. That's true. No, and I thought about that. You feel better afterwards. Yeah. I I mean, I've done it before and I didn't feel, I guess I did feel a little, like, more confident. Yeah. Well, we did the mummy ride, which is a pretty intense ride. I've done that. Ride. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a roller coaster, but it's still pretty stomach churning. Mm -hmm. And I did it. And Mm -hmm. And I felt good about myself after doing it. And my kid was happy that I did it. Well, I want to see what you think about this. There was a list of benefits, and I want to see if you believe this one. It says it can identify dormant symptoms. Apparently, someone was on a roller coaster, and they were like a British woman, and she was being shook around, and somehow she knew something was wrong when she was on this roller coaster, and it helped detect a brain tumor. Like, she wouldn't have gone to the doctor. She wouldn't have had any idea, but, like, I I guess she had headaches and dizziness following this roller coaster ride in Florida and that was like an early symptom. The movements of the roller coaster likely loosened the tumor and allowed it to be detected early. That's what they said. I don't know about loosening the tumor. I know. But, I was like, sometimes this sounds it could, crazy. Yeah, but it could trigger like vertigo and things like that perhaps. Um, clear your sinuses. Mm. Like apparently like when you ascend or descend in an airplane except it uh, doesn't have that pressurized cabin feel. That. Maybe maybe we should prescribe that to I our know. patients with sinusitis. I'll just go on. Go, oh, you need a ro- here. Here's a prescription for a roller coaster. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know. So you wouldn't go to any of the the fright fest? Is that what it's called at Universal Studios? Isn't it Hollywood Horror Nights oh, or Hollywood something? Hollywood Horror Nights. Yeah. yeah that's no, right. that's definitely not for me because that's being scared too. But my kids all want to do it. But those are just like how they design them. They've been that that way for a long time. Like the creaking of the roller coasters and like how things like fall on you. Like they study all that and mm-hmm. like the psychological effects it has on people and why they like it and like right. you know those like 
uh, the stress of yeah. climbing and yeah. then all of a sudden dropping. Obviously, people and like descent. it. They flock to these things. They you're, love that. Yeah, your daughters want to go. And they love the thrill of speed and the need for speed. And no, it's a common thing. Yeah, like thing. the pitch black tunnels and not was, knowing what's going to happen. Right. I was born an old man, though, so I don't like that stuff. You're right. a roller coaster fan or no? No. Oh, okay. But I do kind of agree. Like, I understand the endorphin thing and yeah. like, it helps you get over your anxiety because you're not, I mean, once it's done. I don't know. Although, yeah, no, it gives you this rush. Yeah. And then afterwards, you just kind of feel good. Yeah. And you're yeah. not thinking about anything else in the moment except... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. So uh, I guess I could see it being yeah. beneficial. But speaking of psychological trickery... Ooh, that was a nice uh, transition thanks. lead-in. We both saw the biggest movie of the last two weekends. Right. The Joker. It's called Joker, not Joker. The Joker. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's just called Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know what I loved? De Niro. I didn't know De Niro was going to be in the movie. Did you? Surprise. Did you know De Niro was I in did. the movie? I've been excited about this movie for a while. But you so. knew De Niro was in it? Because mm-hmm. I don't. I thought I'd seen the trailer and I don't remember. And I loved the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited when I saw the trailer months ago. He might not have been But I don't trailer. remember seeing De Niro on the trailer. And then all of a sudden I see De Niro and I'm like, De Niro. I read about it. Yeah, maybe uh, I wanted it to be a surprise. But yeah. I read an article all about it. So. Right. Um, yeah, I've been a big Joaquin Phoenix fan for a long time. So I thought it was really just like a master showcase of his talent. Mm-hmm. So before I saw it, there was some, I, I think one of the OR texts told me how there were people walking out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they were so disturbed by it. He said he thought it was great, but he said plenty of people in the audience walked out. So so I, before I went, I knew that it was going to be this thing, you know? Well, yeah. Well, we went... I went opening weekend with my husband, and we... There was, like... It, it, I felt like I was on the wire. Like, there were, like, so many cops. Like, they were, like, almost, like, on a beat. Oh, they were right. just in front of the movie theater, just, like, right. huddled around each other. I was like, what is happening? So then it gives you, like, that extra almost, like, roller coaster, like, rush. It's like... Because you're watching this movie, but you're like, what? Is there... Why is everyone so scared for us to be watching this movie? Because they were worried that it's going to cite terrorism yeah, and, right. and stuff like that. So yeah. then there's like, you're already watching this dark movie, but then there's this extra element yeah. added to watching it in a theater now. Right. Unfortunately, people are scared to watch. And movies. then before I saw it, two of my, our office manager and another staff member both told me how much they loved it. Okay. And and I... So you weren't prepared for how... Did you think it was going to be a comic no, book movie? No, no. Oh, okay. But I thought it was going to be a real... I thought it was going to be an origin story. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be... And I knew it was going to be dark. Mm-hmm. And I, but I, but I was... I wanted to love it. I went in okay. like hoping to love this thing and just love it. Mm-hmm. And for me, like there are people who like watching like documentaries and that other movie the act you know that tv show the act about about the the munchausen thing i want to go to a movie and be entertained like i want to escape and be entertained and go for a fun ride that's what i want a movie to be like what a roller coaster is for people but see it was like that for me so we just have different i would never recommend it to you because i would think it was I, i don't too dark for but I don't mind dark I I don't even mind dark but for me it was just it was not an origin story Mm -hmm. it was not a superhero movie whatsoever that's what I loved about it like I wanted it to be the beginning of a superhero movie like I think that's the the only reason I like like I've learned like DC versus Marvel. Marvel is because 
they're not superheroes. They have no superpower, and that's kind of what I like about it. But I right. think people love Marvel because it's like really like an escapist, fun right. adventure. No, that's they have true. superpowers. Right. No, but I've loved the Batman movies. Mm-hmm. So, so I went in thinking that it's going to be a cool origin story, and and I just wanted him to. So I I still don't know what I think about it. Okay. Like I'm it's still. It's hard to wrap your head around. I still don't. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. But I. Who'd you go with? I, I went with my two daughters, oh, no. my thirteen and fifteen, year old, like... and they and my thirteen year old loves Marvel and superhero mm-hmm. movies. So she was and loves Harley Quinn, you know, and like Suicide Squad, okay, you know, which also had a Joker in it too. It had Jared Leto playing the Joker, right, right. So, so she was really disappointed. Oh, because um, it was it was nothing what she expected. I don't think she. Say, we, I was hoping when you said you saw that you didn't take your youngest daughter because I thought that might be too much. The darkness isn't too much for her but it just wasn't what we we were hoping for an origin story and it really what even though it was the Joker and it showed you know the young Batman it didn't what bothered I thought it was an amazing acting Mm -hmm. on everybody's part they did a great job even De Niro wasn't just De Niro I thought he was great yes me too and Joaquin Phoenix was amazing Mm -hmm. and the music was great Mm -hmm. and how they tied in the music was great but the few things that bugged me were, I would have thought that the Joker, who's the comic book Joker, mm-hmm. who is Batman's nemesis, is a criminal mastermind. Mm-hmm. This guy isn't even that smart. Mm-hmm. He's not an idiot, but he's not that smart. And there was no criminal, there was no, oh, I could see how he's going to become a criminal. I wanted to see how is he going to become the criminal mastermind. I didn't see it. I saw him become a psychopath, but not, I wouldn't have minded a psychopath yeah. who has this criminal mastermind behind him. Right. And I just saw him kind of being like a simpleton almost, well, like my... Travis Bickle. He was basically De Niro and Taxi Driver. Yeah. Well, my that that was the irony of De Niro being right. in the movie because he was Travis Bickle. He was the same character from Taxi Driver. Well, that's the inspiration the director had was. And I loved Taxi yeah. Driver. I thought Taxi Driver was great mm-hmm. because it was Taxi Driver and not Joker. Well, something it was I thought, misleading. Well, I, it was I think on purpose because the director who had done like The Hangover and some other things could even like very successful movies that made a lot of money. Could not get funding for just this movie if it wasn't based on the Joker or some kind of comic book. Right. He wanted a comic book budget for this psychological film about this man and, you know, like his mother. And so right. he was like, we'll make it Joker. Right. And so, and who better to have Joaquin Phoenix? So I thought that was fascinating because that's kind of what it was like. It was kind of like, yeah, if you went in looking for, like, this Batman origin story, I think you would be disappointed. Yeah. I had read that, so I already knew. So I was just... I I did feel like he got away with something, but I was happy about it. Like, I was like, yes, he's right. He would have never gotten the budget for, like, some like a taxi driver now. I right. don't think he would have. Yeah. No, I just feel... I just felt a little tricked. Yeah. Like, like I, you're right. Had I known that it wasn't going to be this origin story... You know, had had I known it wasn't going to be, I I may have liked it more. Right. But it was hard to watch too. I mean, it, there was there the was depression some that were and the psychological illness and felt very real. How he couldn't even get his pills anymore. They shut down. You know, like yeah. it was 
Definitely and that, a real feeling Gotham. Yeah. And that was... All that acting and writing was great. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was fantastic. And this portrayal of mental illness and how serious it is and mm-hmm. how he couldn't catch a break. And, and, you know, he had the oppressive mother who abused him. Yes. Um, all, of, all of that was great. And, and the world around him just kept beating him down. Yeah. But I bet a lot of audience members probably felt like you. Because I, I mean, I had read more about this than I'm sure most everyone going. Right. Like the parts that I liked were when he started to show him as the joke, his victories. I loved Mm. his victories. You know, like, I I love the fact that he killed De Niro. Like, I loved his victories. Mm -hmm. And I loved when he did his little dance and his dance down the stairs. Like, those things. But it wasn't enough. And I I think the movie, I would have walked out of the movie much happier Mm -hmm. had they. Like at the end when the I could see your point like being a mastermind. My husband had a good theory. He because you know all the copycats at the end, right? With all their masks, and being that uh, Batman was so young when this Joker, like in his forties, was doing this, he thinks like oh, the actual story could be some other guy just copying. Like this is the original. Oh. That's interesting. And, like, if they keep going with this, it could be a totally different That someone person. modeled yes. themselves on the Joker. Yeah, who's oh. really a sick, you know, That's an interesting suffering thought. person. Okay, I'll believe that. So. Yeah, because the age difference seem, will seem too great now. Yeah, I right. mean, that was his thought. That that's, that's an interesting take. Said. Like, what my daughters and I said was, when the, when the copycat guys crashed the ambulance and rescued him, mm-hmm. we would have liked to have seen some guys take him... And bring him to some lair and say, okay, we're going to make you the Joker now. Right. And had it ended that way, I would have loved the movie. I thought it was going to end that way. I, I, yeah, I think they could have changed it a little at the end, just like you're saying. I didn't need, I but didn't I understand did why he had movie. to go back to right. a psychiatric institution and then kill her and walk away with the, I, that was so unnecessary for me. Maybe that's how you see he's just like become evil now. I don't know. He was know. already yeah, that's an true. evil mess. Was, I think the movie would have been so much better. I thought if they those were gonna guys, end it there, and I'll agree with you on that point. Right. I, or just ended it there with the mm-hmm. guys rescuing him yeah. and him being up there. Yeah, that's what I thought. Was I would have liked the movie better then too. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. But I certainly there was greatness in the movie. I mean the cinematography, the mm-hmm. the directing was really great. I just thought I was. I felt a little duped. Okay, it's understandable. Yeah. Uh, anything else you're going to see this weekend or do to make up for the, the Joker? Dupe? <laughs> yeah. What Joker. am I doing? Did I? Well, not really, but I did start Big Mouth. Ah. The third season of Big yes, Mouth. Yes, I saw new episodes on Netflix. Yeah. So I need to get all caught up. Every time I mention it to my kids, they're totally embarrassed. Like if I mention it but around they their friends, it. they, they just do. don't want you. To. They, they they don't want me watching it. And I think it's more of an adult show than a kid's show. Like, I should be embarrassed that they're watching it. Yeah. I mean, that's why the the creators credit, because uh, it does seem like a show all people like, or yeah. of all ages. Exactly. Exactly. It really... And I Which still... Which is hard to do. Yeah. And the most recent episode talks about um, uh, one of the kids is trying to figure out if he's straight or gay or bi, and... The way they handle it, he, he has this whole thing about talking about what different sexualities different people are and that you don't need a label. You don't need to be one thing. You could be – and my kids see it as one thing, but I see it as 
they're really doing this amazing job, the writers, of showing how exactly that. You, mm-hmm. you shouldn't need a label, and, and it's okay to be gay or straight or bi or this or that or... I, I don't know. I, I keep telling my kids, but they don't... They see it as like this kid's show, which I guess it is, but it's also... There are these amazing lessons that they put in it. I've watched like quite a few episodes now, yeah. but I'm not up to the third season yet. Yeah. But it's really interesting. Um, but I think that maybe that's a tribute to like the time that they live in now. Maybe they're, they don't even hear these lessons because they've already known them for so long. You know what Who I mean? Who kids, you mean? Yeah. I guess so. I mean... I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah. So. So thanks for joining us at Gross Anatomy. Do uh, find us, like us, listen to us. At Gross Anatomy. Thanks. Bye. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine.